0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys. We're on episode 70, uh, feeling a lot more vibrant than I was last episode. Spence, got a nice smile on his face, too. Uh, I'm not sure if that matches the emotions, but Spence, how are you doing over there?
1: Well, I mean, I was taking a stroll in the neighborhood the other day, and people are putting up Christmas lights, so, I mean, uh, if that doesn't make you smile, put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. i can't believe the year's almost over man it's legit insane to think i know it's pretty crazy although i do
0: in my own personal opinion everyone's allowed to have their own personal opinions i think it's a little too early for christmas lights yeah i think
1: december 1st is like green light for sure yeah yeah exactly but also it it could be a plus ev move you know get them up before it gets a little too cold
0: Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. Plus, yeah. if there's ever, ever like a year VHS. to put put up the jolly stuff early, I guess it would be this year. But I don't know when. Do you, when do you think it's like appropriate to start listening to Christmas music?
1: Well, it's already on the radio. Um, it's way too early. I, I think December first is, is like Christmas season it could start. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I listen to Christmas music like the 24th. <laughs> that's it. 25th, maybe the 23rd. But yeah,
0: I love a good Christmas song. I'm, I'm like starting to get into the. Like they've kind of popped into my head now and there. I find myself singing a tune, but I find like I don't want to do much Christmas stuff until two weeks before Christmas because then it's just like it becomes long. Whereas I like can just pound all the excitement into two weeks, you know? And then mm-hmm. it's like super fun. You don't like, you know, I want to probably, it's like I love pizza, but I don't eat it every day, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Twice a week.
0: Twice a week. Yeah. Plus, there's so much better stuff. There's so much better stuff to look forward to. And without having to prolong the Christmas, like tonight's Thursday night
1: game, which is awesome. Great I'm game. Super Finally. excited to watch. After the dog shit Monday night game last week. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I, I before week ten this past week, I saw the Cardinals were plus five and a half, the look ahead line, and I jumped on that early. I thought that was pretty crazy. And now it's down to Seattle minus three. Cardinals plus three. I might buy uh, Seattle minus two and a half and try to middle this game. you know win on both sides if it lands to three. I think it'll be a three point game. hmm makes sense.
0: I, I think it'll be yeah. a, a real tight one. I personally took uh, I took Seattle to win. I don't think uh, I don't think Seattle like you know they're, they're a unit out there you know they're a squad and I don't think they're gonna let uh, Russell Wilson Jr. beat Russell Wilson uh, twice in a year in a big divisional matchup. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I took, uh, Seattle and I took them in the under cause I think the defense, I don't know if they're, they're going to stop Kyler Murray. It's pretty hard to do that, but I think uh, they make some big plays today.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it's a good spot for Seattle coming off two losses in a row. Arizona's flying high. Everyone loves them. I have confidence in Russ too. That's why I want to middle the game. I really think it's three points either way, but I, I do lean Seattle as well with you. But I'll, t- I'll take Arizona. Why not for for the, for the for this show? I'll take the plus three. I got my fan duel going tonight. I got Russell Wilson as the MVP. So I think uh,
0: we'll see what happens. I'm all in. I'm all in. Plus, if Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake go off, my fantasy season is done. So uh, there we go. Now moving forward to some other news. I guess some of the biggest news that's come out uh, in the last, couple weeks is the uh, trial of the Pfizer vaccine was kind of what really broke it couple days after Biden was announced the winner, um, that it was 90% effective. Now people are saying in the final analysis, it is 95% effective is the news. So good news for travel stocks and casinos, which have kind of had a nice little run up in the last week or so. Bad news. I guess not bad news, but some of the uh, the stay at home, if you will, stocks. Uh kind of took a beating as people took their money out of there and back into uh, some of the ones who hadn't rallied yet. Um, but on the news, the Dow had jumped, the S&P jumped uh, a couple percentage. Um, The NASDAQ lost like 0. 0.6 of a percent right after the news. So nothing big there. But some of the questions are people are there's still a lot of questions around it. We're not in the in the clear hmm. yet, ladies and gents. How long is it going to last? Like, how long does a vaccine last for when it's? When you you get it, you know, is it going to last a year, two years, less, more? Uh, How is it going to work on the elderly, which is ultimately the people who are suffering most from it? And what's the production and and distribution going to look like? Um, So those are some of the bigger questions. And Moderna came out. Uh, I think they have some better uh, storage capabilities than Pfizer, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I think the Pfizer vaccine right now has to be stored at negative seventy degrees Celsius, which is uh, pretty freaking cold, versus Moderna's minus twenty degrees Celsius. Uh, Moderna's efficacy efficacy rating is at ninety four point five percent, so so slightly worse, uh, but huge news, very promising, um, really great, uh, great to hear. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions, and uh, I know, like, the regulators are going through all the data right now. They're saying they could have uh, some initial rollout by end of 2020, though, um, and then more widespread by next year. So that'd be pretty dope. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's great news. I actually did some digging on the, uh, the type of, like, vaccine it is, too. It's like an mRNA platform, which is like a new way to develop vaccines, in like the old school way, they inject like little um, fragments of like the actual um, of like the actual virus into you, right? And your right. body develops antibodies. Um, that's that's like why. That's why sometimes
0: people get like if you get a flu shot, you get some symptoms for a little bit. from right. people, right?
1: Yeah. The mRNA, it, it actually, um, kind of skips that and it, it kind of tricks the body into producing some of these viral proteins that the traditional vaccine way would produce. Um, so, so it's kind of, I think they use it a lot for, uh, it's, it's like being developed, uh, specifically for like oncology and like cancer vaccines and treatments. Um, so it's, it's kind of like the new wave. I did, I did a bit of digging, didn't understand a whole lot, but, uh. That that seems to be the approach with both these vaccines, and yeah, I don't know, man. Mod- Moderna's had a crazy stock run up all year. The CEO's cashed in like a ton of stock, stocks and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you got to give it, give them credit. Uh, pretty promising, and uh, I'm obviously super hopeful that uh, they come through and and we get a vaccine by the end of the year, if not 2021.
0: Yeah, um, and I think. And unfortunately, I think people, when they were waiting, everyone was waiting and waiting for some vaccine news, and now they have it. I think everyone thought like, okay, let's go back to everything is normal. But unfortunately, that's not the case. You got, um, I know in Canada, we're, we're, we're locking stuff down, like, you know, Quebec and, and Ontario are pretty tight. BC has been pretty tight on, on the lockdown, even in the States now, as things are starting to get colder over there uh, and, and just... Like, you know, the virus is ramping up, picking up steam in, like, California. They're going very, uh, very tough on some of their uh, their restrictions. So uh, it doesn't mean all systems go yet. We're going to have to be patient. But uh, good news is good news, and uh, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. And I think in terms of, uh, like, airline stocks and that, a lot of the airline companies, they're still saying, like, we're not expecting, like, a, like business to just go back to pre-COVID Uh, levels like immediately maybe not ever i I think the genie's bit you know it's the genie's out of the lamp at this point a little bit genie's out of the bottle christina um like businesses if a lot of businesses going forward even if the vaccine is passed and we're past covid like i think they'll adopt a hybrid kind of work from home half the time in the office half the time Uh, i think people realize like certain things they don't have to you know fly across the country for for a meeting they could just zoom in so Um, I don't think I don't know if we'll ever get back to like those same exact uh, levels in terms of travel and stuff like that, but it'll definitely obviously help.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think it's just kind of the being in this situation has proven a lot of things that we thought might be, uh, you know, might be possible in terms of like, yeah, being able to still be effective working from home, you know, taking meetings, not traveling across the world to take an hour meeting and flying home which is in the end it, it is great cuz like you, there's so much less traffic there's so much less less you know pollution and, and stuff like that from it so i, I think you know we'll, we'll definitely see a change but um, i think uh, yeah like you said hybrid will probably be the way to go and i think business travel will still be the thing for train shows and stuff like that but yeah like you said less for meetings
1: yeah uh, speaking of medicine, Amazon kind of officially launched their online pharmacy um, to Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid's dismay. Those stocks uh, had a little one-day blip. Um, they did. A, they acquired PillPack two years ago for seven hundred fifty million, and basically now launching Amazon Pharmacy. It's a delivery service, ordering, fulfilling for prescription meds. Um, you know, also help it compete with Walmart. I mean, it's already kind of overtaken Walmart, but uh, Walmart already sells prescription drugs uh, as a pharmacy business. So, uh, you know, it's a tough industry to conquer, but uh, Amazon is uh, pro at putting people out of business. So um, they're, they're rolling out it out slowly only in the U.S. to start, but uh, they, they do build great products and services. So it'll be interesting to see the dynamics uh, unfold in the pharmacy business going forward
0: so what's the deal there they're gonna actually have like they're not it's not just delivery pulling from from third parties they'll actually have like a place where they have pharmacists
1: well i'm thinking maybe they could do something with whole foods or their amazon Go stores uh integrate something that but yeah it'll mostly be online uh the doctor would write you a prescription and uh instead of going to like uh you know we're in canada here so instead of going to pharma pre or shoppers and and picking up your prescription. You just fill out the info online and get delivered in two days if you're a prime member or one day. And uh, there you go.
0: it makes a lot of sense too, especially considering the population, Um, the the people who are getting like the vast majority of people who are getting prescription drugs are are the elderly and the older population. Um, You know, I'm sure that they aren't the first ones that are going to jump on Amazon but a lot of these cases it's you know the sons or the daughters like the kids of of the elderly who are going out and filling these prescriptions driving to the grocery store oh shit on the way home from picking up my kids from school and I'm coming home from work I have to go to the I have to go to the pharmacy and then go home make dinner and all that shit so it's a nice little okay cool I can just get this delivered to my mom or dad's front steps which is uh I, I think great
1: yeah and i think all the traditional pharmacies do do uh online and deliver it now um but there's one thing amazon does better than anyone it's kind of fulfillment and getting your package to you reliably on time so they have a big edge up there and i guess with covid too like a lot of people don't want to go i mean we might be done with this with the vaccines, but they don't want to go to the store to pick up their uh prescription they just want it delivered so good timing um actually maybe would have been better a bit earlier but Oh, we'll see how, see how it plays out, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> what else is popping?
0: You kind of touched on travel a bit before being, being, uh, being back. Am I seeing this correctly that the 737 Max is set to return?
1: Oh, it's back, baby. Back again. Rub my back. It's, uh, it's been a couple of years since we talked about the 737 Max um but uh yeah the u.s finally lifted a 20-month flight ban on boeing 737 max plane uh the faa lifted the ban released final details there's still a lot of work to be done um i know like new pilot training software upgrades i think they have to like have in-person inspections because there's 450 grounded parked planes that are built and just sitting in a huge lot or various lots around the country but uh yeah and and this is just us for now like i know canada is going to keep it grounded for now do their own tests different countries you know they have to prove it on their own but american airlines said they're going to relaunch it december 29th united q1 2021 southwest which has like a million max orders uh q2 2021 So I think they'll slowly be reintroduced. Um, Some people, uh, obviously the victims of the families of the crash are are really upset about it. Um, But yeah, I think they did some decent work on it. And uh, the regulators hopefully were uh, extremely diligent in in conducting this. And and hopefully it makes the plane safe and, and we'll be able to resume nicely. I don't know. If you're flying anytime soon in the near future, you might be on one, so. You might be on
0: one, and, and you know what? I think uh, if, if I was to get on any plane, it might even be, my top choice would be the 737 because right. you know that this has been the most checked on, retested plane in the history of planes because if there's another problem with this, Boeing is fucking done. Like, there's no, yeah. like, you know, you, you can't fuck up twice, so. Uh, you know that it's
1: been uh, it's been <laughs> triple checked. Yeah, some sound logic right there. So uh, yeah, interesting to see how that unfolds going forward, and obviously hope uh, it goes swimmingly. There's no more issues.
0: <laughs> yeah, hope so. Yeah, uh, quick hitter uh, Alibaba and JD and had their singles day, uh, which we kind of talked on talked about last year. Uh, which is their kind of like prime day. Uh, they brought in $115 billion in, uh, in sales, which was a big increase from what was it? I think it was like 60, almost 68 billion in 2019. So a nice increase makes sense with, uh, with what's going on. But, um, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of money in sales in a, in a day.
1: Yeah, and uh it was more like instead of a single day, they did it over uh fifteen days or something this year. Yeah. So uh numbers are pretty hard to be uh pretty hard to compare to be honest. But okay, uh, yeah, there we go. That yeah, it just sense. keeps just highlighting that. the immense consumer market and the strength of the Chinese consumer market.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, Tesla,
0: uh, quick news there, got added to the S&P 500. I know you were having fun kind of scrolling through Twitter and seeing some of the skeptics absolutely
1: lose their shit. Yeah, it was long. It was been rumored for a while. Um, The diehards were super pissed when it didn't get added last time. Now it's being added and the skeptics are going crazy. Uh, it's, it's, It's right. I mean, Twitter's in there for Christ's sake, so. Makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, and I think the stock went oh, up cool. 10% on the news the day of, and then another 10% the next day. Back up to uh, almost 500 sticks.
1: Yeah, it's just flying.
0: Uh, so Mars, uh, as we know, they are in, uh, we only think of them as Mars bars. but we talked about them before, they are in everything from pretty much all the candy bars to... Uh, pet food. Uh, they have just made an acquisition. It's actually um, a company, uh, that they invested in about three years ago. It's called Kind K I N D. And, uh, Spence, I, I, I think I would be a safe guess, uh, that you're not too familiar or at least haven't had them yet ever, these kind bars.
1: No, I've never heard of them. I, I was reading up, though. I supposedly they sell them at Starbucks, um, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but no, I, I've not, not my cup of tea. <laughs> That's yeah, sure. I mean, they're,
0: they're, they're expensive, healthy, no preservative granola bars. Who wants that shit, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> more of a Mars
1: bar guy or uh, Skittles, which yeah. is uh, also a Mars brand, I believe.
0: <laughs> but it just kind of shows their commitment and move into uh, a more healthy option. Uh, I remember kind of seeing these guys. They were really big at some of the organic trade shows I used to go to with my other company. Um, yeah, very much healthy, uh, nutty uh granola bars like nuts and honey and shit like that they're not bad but you know it's not what i'm hankering for in the middle of the afternoon um but um yeah an acquisition there uh details aren't fully available uh but the sources do kind of value them uh roughly about five billion dollars apparently which is a hefty amount um but yeah there you go if you see a if you see a kind bar it's owned by mars
1: yeah, Mars just uh, becoming more dominant, man. I think it's valued at five billion. That surprised me. Kind was. Yeah, I think they're like the
0: biggest, one of the biggest players in like those healthy granola bar space. They do a good job. They have nice, nice branding. Um, you know, I know what was the one that was like really hype a while ago. Um, those super expensive, like they're kind of mushy. They're really good with the, with the hiker on them. Those bars, you know it's what I mean? Cliff, Cliff bars. Bar. Cliff Bar. Yeah. And then people realize that there's just shitloads of sugar in
1: most of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think these are it's a like little... Quest Bars. <laughs> yeah. Protein Bars. Yeah, I'll have to try one, man. Next time I'm at Starbucks or something. Getting a peppermint mocha or something.
0: And uh, on staying on the, on the food vibes, uh, I know you're one of your favorite restaurants uh, partnered up with uh, McDonald's partnered up with beyond meat uh, to launch the it's called the McPlant in 2021. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's some confusion on if beyond meat is involved or not, or McDonald's producing it on its own. Um, details are kind of hazy at this point, but uh, yeah, that's the plan right now. The McPlant, uh, pretty funny name in uh, 2021 mcdonald's uh getting into the fox meat game yeah i think it's good uh, greener
0: i think it's good to have at least like some like vegan options you know on your menu just so that like there's more and more like every group has that like one vegan you know and it's like you want them to be able to get some late night mcdonald's if uh if that's the case or you might lose out on a on a whole group um but uh, I, I hope they, they always keep their, their yummy beef beef patties and, and chicken, of course. Gotta love that fried chicken. And then I saw a commercial um, the other day. Harvey's has got this new beef patty with cheese in the middle of the patty, not in the bun. It was it looked delicious, so I don't want it.
1: Yeah, I saw that as well. Dead does look really good. Big fan. Mm. And uh, some pretty big news. We had uh, Sony and Microsoft officially um, releasing the Xbox Series X or Series S as well, and the PS5. i uh, seen on Twitter people trying to get their hands on one, waiting in lines, no luck. Uh, things are absolute beasts. Uh, i watched some YouTube videos, the graphics uh, look incredible. Um, big boost to AMD as well, which we highlighted last podcast. As uh, they're supplying the CPU, GPU for these systems, so uh, yeah, pretty excited. Uh, I know you got some uh, a few more details on uh, the launch of these two super systems.
0: Yeah, I took a little a little dive into these. Always nice to have the the wars between the two, see how they go down. Um, so essentially, there's the Xbox launched kind of like two separate platforms. One would be the series the series S S like Sam. Is is kind of like just like the cheaper version of the X, more or less. Uh, I didn't want to focus on it too much, but essentially, uh, I heard the UI is a little bit uh, difficult to navigate, um, and uh, it's it's more for like game. You get, you get the Xbox Game Pass or whatever it was called. Um, it seemed it seemed like it, it was good uh but you know i didn't spend too much looking looking into it because we're, we're all about the top stuff here you know we don't do the cheap shit over here at the business boys <laughs> um so yeah general uh feedback on the xbox x was that it's a fantastic piece of technology but um i think overall the launch was a bit underwhelming is what people saying uh kind of like classic microsoft i guess a little boring but, um, but but great, great technology. It's supposed to be super fast, uh, much quicker load times. Uh, it's very quiet. Um, and the high-end performance of it is apparently comparable to PC gaming. I know that's going to probably piss off a lot of PC gamers, but uh, apparently it's getting up there. And uh, they have some backwards compatibility with a lot of games dating back to just the regular Xbox, apparently. So there's a lot of games that you'd be able to plug into your to your Xbox X and play, which is pretty cool. And it's awesome. Play yeah. some old Halo on it. Exactly. And uh it does connect to Dolby sound and stuff like that, but you do the kind of con to that is you need the the the, the fancy Schnazzy TV to go along with it to get the top music like sound and visual quality. Um, but, uh, apparently it's got a lot of potential for, for developers and stuff like that as they start creating new games to go along with it. Um, I did hear that the launch library, like some of the games you would be able to play is a little doo-doo right now and the, the user interface didn't improve that much. Um, so that was kind of the, the downside on the X, Xbox. Uh, on the flip side, the PS5 people are pretty hyped about. Not that people aren't pretty hyped about both, but um, apparently the, the the PlayStation Plus collection is pretty dope. That's like the like the subscription gaming that you can get. Um, but people are really freaking out in a good way about the. It's called the haptic controller, which we kind of talked about a, a little while ago. But essentially, it's. It's like, you know, the other old ones, they like rumble and stuff like that. Apparently it's like a different type of technology where um, it can mimic when you like walk on sand uh, versus, you know, walking through snow or in water and stuff like that. So it's got some great feedback and, and people are really excited about that. Um, so it'll be cool to see what what game developers, how they utilize that. Uh, great upgrades, upgrades to the UI, and it's uh, also, like the Xbox, very fast. Um, kind of on the downside, I guess. No Dolby connection. Uh, same thing as Xbox. The launch library could be a little bit fuller. Uh, limited to SSD storage. And it's, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a massive, massive console. Uh, oh, it's a beast. So, yeah, so it's kind of hard to find a nice spot for it, apparently. Um, but yeah, it's a beast, a nice tall machine, and um compared to the Xbox, finely it's got, tuned athletic machine. <laughs> it's a, it's got some, uh, some. It's not as good on the backwards capability. You can play some PS4 games on it, but it doesn't go backwards. Um, but I think the overall feedback, I guess, would be that uh, the PS5 is a bit more exciting as of now. But again, it depends on the games and and how they're going to be developed to those uh, those platforms.
1: Yeah, I think, the like, uh, going back a generation, I think the PS4 had a 50% market share, the Xbox about a quarter, Nintendo Switch about a quarter. Uh, I, I think, you know, I'm going to wait, see some more reviews, check out some vids, but uh pretty much a PlayStation guy, so I got my eyes on the PS5 eventually. Can't wait to uh, get that beast set up somewhere.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a PS5, I'm a PlayStation guy myself, um... But I kind of, I had the PS2, then I had the 360, now I got the PS4. So I like kind of switching so you can play all the games. Um, right. Because I know that Xbox 360 of mine still runs runs pretty good, but I need my Halo uh, mm. f- for my Halo day every year. But... Um, I don't know. I'm definitely not going to get one soon. Right now, it's too expensive, and like, I don't really play that much at all anymore. I'm kind of fucking sick of, of, of video games. And it's Me not neither. that I, it's not that I don't want to play them. It's just that they're so fucking complicated
1: now. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, it's a big investment, man. Getting into one, it's too much shit going on.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like too there's much stuff e- to do. They're just so specialized, right? Especially, like, eSports is becoming so big. Like, it's just not as fun to just pick up and be like, oh, I want to pull off some Steam and, and, and play a few games, uh, especially on the online gameplay. Like, fuck 2K. I, I I was so excited. Like, I was like, okay, this is the year I'm going all in. And they completely fucking fucked me, man. Like, it takes so long to upgrade your player. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I was not getting, I was not getting, like, career like like fucking 2k bonus or whatever you call them my career points for winning games and shit like that i messaged them they never got back to me
1: and it was like i looked
0: online and it was like a huge problem and and they hadn't fixed it so go fuck yourself i haven't played it no
1: week.
0: Yeah, super weak, and it's like they, they 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 like force you to like just like invest all this time on it. Like I just want to go and like play with some people, but you can't do that. The only way you can like play a five on five game with other people with your my career player is if you're part of a team. And then like it's like I don't like how many like I don't have that many close friends that play fucking two K, and I can't just go join some random team because I I play like once a week, twice a week, you know
1: ah i'm really unhappy spence if you haven't if you
0: haven't been able to tell from my tone of
1: voice i mean all the efforts on these games now are to, to make recurring revenue it's all about the online like get them to ultimate team get them to spend money buying cards or buying like player upgrade points they don't really give a crap about uh franchise mode or the stuff that we like to play yeah exactly but i'm with you man it's hard to commit to some of these games like uh You know, we work a lot, don't have a ton of time. I want to watch football in my spare time. My Netflix list just keeps getting longer. Uh, I like to read. I want to keep up with reading books. You know, it's, uh... There's only a limited amount of time. We're not on Mars here where the days are, like, 28 hours long. I I could use four extra hours, you know?
0: Yeah, totes.
1: (laughs) I'd, I'd be full down for that. Definitely get some more gaming done then, but, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll probably wait a few years, get the PS5 nice and cheap, and uh, buy my usual few sports games and hopefully the new Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, what else, man? Anything else popping on, on your mind? No, I think that's uh, that's all I want. I got my rant in to feel better.
0: Uh, <laughs> I got the game tonight coming up in a couple hours. And, uh, you know, it's Thursday night. It's been a Popped. long work week so far. I love my Thursday night go smoke a joint ritual. And then mm. I, you know, hustle up, finish up the week tomorrow, and uh, that's about it. Nothing, uh, nothing else going on. What about you? Do you have anything you wanted to to let the world know about?
1: No, I think for next pod, uh, I'll save it for next one because I, I haven't done enough research on them. But got three upcoming IPOs, uh, some S ones to go through: DoorDash, Airbnb, and Affirm, which is uh, it's like a payment company that lets uh, companies like pay and install let's customers pay installments in installments and that i think like a third of their business is on peloton because everyone's fucking financing their Pelotons and stuff but uh yeah started digging through those so I'll give a nice uh nice overview next pod and it's probably me a bitch to edit this pod because we had some a bunch of technical difficulties but uh yeah good catching up shooting the shit go cardinals and uh that's it man
0: yeah, and to all our American listeners, uh happy Thanksgiving next week. Uh, oh no, I'm yes. gonna be watching the games, fucking chilling. Um
1: big time.
0: Yeah. So that's that. So I guess uh from all of us here at the Business Boys, thanks for tuning in for episode seventy, how the time flies. Um and uh yeah, I'll check you later.
1: Peace out.